0: Hey everyone, I'm Stephen DeLaRochet. I am Taylor Draper. And welcome to Dressing for Wellness, a show where we aim to break down the walls of mental health stigmas by hosting authentic and inspiring conversations with people in the menswear community. We'll talk about how style has changed their lives for the better by empowering them and enhancing their confidence, and how style can do the same for you. So pull up a chair and let's listen in. How are you doing today, Jenny?
1: I'm doing great today. It's awesome. been a great day.
0: It has been a great day. You got new awnings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what? It's so funny. I totally forgot about that until you mentioned it. I can't wait to go outside and actually look at them. Yeah. New awnings.
0: I want to see them too before we go. It's
1: very dramatic. You're going to love it.
0: That's great. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us on Dressing for Wellness, which is our podcast that you'll hopefully be a frequent flyer on
1: i think i'm gonna be yeah i know i'm so excited
0: so big news i guess we can just get the big news out of the way and we're welcoming you to the inherent clothier brand you're now a part owner
1: i know and i'm so excited about this i'm trying to like kind of contain myself because This is really a dream come true for me. I've been wanting to design uh, a menswear collection since I started designing Mad Men. And I've been talking to my agents about this for, you know, many, many years, probably since 2008. And, you know, and one of the interesting things that we always talked about is, you know, my agents said to me a lot like men don't want to buy clothes. And I would always say to them, no, men really do want to buy clothes and they yeah. do really want to look great. And they just have to, you know, like get into that mindset more. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, a super important part of of men dressing well is yeah. to know, to really, for men to really know their size mm-hmm. and to, you know, know sort of like the elements of dressing well too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's, and it's not just logistically too. I think it's when men start to feel more confident about themselves when they put like a suit on or anything like that, that makes them feel confident. Yeah. That kind of feeling is one, what we try and share with everyone. Um, because again, like I've said a few times in our podcast is that, uh, we have the, you know, the connection between feeling confident about yourself and being able to, overcome mental health stigmas like depression, anxiety. It actually helps open the door to be able to conquer that kind of stuff. And it's, and it's so important. And that's what I really want to, with this brand, is really help men realize is, one, it's really great to shop for yourself. It's fun. <laughs> it's cool. And, uh, and you can learn style from anywhere. And, yeah. it's, and once you make the decision to dress better, you also will feel more confident about yourself and you'll then be able to take that confidence and use it for a real change in your life.
1: Oh my God. That's so true. I mean, I see it every day just in working as a costume designer and how amazing, you know, the actors that I work with when they understand how empowering, just putting on a well-fitted suit makes them feel and how they really want to learn about that. And Mm -hmm. How they just feel great about themselves and how they feel handsome and empowered and strong and happier. And I mean, that's one of the things about my job that I love so much is to have actors come into my fitting room and they're transformed. Yeah. And I love that part of my job.
0: Me too. that's that's <laughs> one of my favorite things is, yeah, you have is, that.
1: your job is that too.
0: yeah, sometimes <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's so fun. like it's it's a physical transformation you can see because especially when they, put the jacket on, you can just see like the chest go up. You can see the chin like kind of get a little taller and they're just pouring out confidence.
1: It's so true. See, the suit does make the man. Yeah. That's my saying. (laughs) The suit makes
0: the man. (laughs) Do you, do you think that it's, that it's only suits that do that?
1: No, I think that's a a simplistic kind of like, you know, saying, uh, but it is amazing how just in that simple statement that, so much more is involved in that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, physical uh, confidence, but also that mental confidence that goes into dressing well, looking great, feeling great. Yeah. You know, it's such a big part. I think people really don't even understand how empowering that is. Yeah, to, it's to so like, empowering, yeah. It's so empowering, you know, because, like, if you're dressing like a slob, I think you feel like a slob, and it doesn't help your mental state.
0: Yeah. It's, it's definitely a form of self-care. Yes, for sure. That's not as, um, you know, touched on, you know, you have like get your hair done or moisturize your skin, things like that. But it's, it's kind of funny that it's, uh, with men specifically, I'd say it's kind of like lower on the list of self-care than a lot of things when it should be a lot higher.
1: I know that's so interesting. You know, I I was talking to about my, my dad earlier and Mm -hmm. what. great dresser he was and how he loved dressing he really was educated in dressing well not because he was a, a you know a dandy or anything he like his one of his big lessons to me was he always said Janie take pride in your appearance take pride in your appearance and you know that you can do if you have little money or a lot of money and, and I think that that, um, you know, is a big part in learning how to dress mm-hmm. and learning how to dress well and learning how to wear a suit or like what pieces to wear for, you know, different occasions. And it, I, and it is old-fashioned maybe. I'm an old-fashioned girl and I do believe in those kind of old-fashioned traditions too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I always say that it's, it's really unfortunate because the suit was taken away from like our generation, like millennials, and yeah. the generation um, after us, even. And it's and it's so sad because it's they kind of took the suit away in the 70s and 80s as like a rebellion kind of thing, like to rebel against the man, you know. Yeah. And now, when you see someone with a suit, it's almost like they're rebelling against that system that's been in place now.
1: Oh, Lord, please, yes. Let's rebel against wearing T-shirt and sweatpants, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and
0: it's, the, the funny thing is is that it's, again, just nobody knows what it's like to be able to put a suit that's made for you or like a, a custom-fitted suit or just a well-fitting suit and how much confidence that gives you.
1: I know. Well, you know, that's one of the things I truly love about menswear is that especially when you take a suit as you're kind of like – center piece Mm -hmm. because those two pieces are always going to be the same right it's a jacket it's a pair of pants right but you can make that in like there's no limit to how many combinations and colors that you can make those two pieces into Mm -hmm. i mean especially if you know you're dealing with you know your brand here inherit clothier Our brand. Our brand. (laughs) Okay. Yes. (laughs) That is very exciting. I know I have to get used to saying that, don't I? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, there's so, there's, there's so many combinations and you can, you can really turn the suit into something that used to be in uh, older generations, like a formal thing into like, oh, this is just an everyday casual thing. Yeah. And you can make Mm -hmm. it, you can make it formal by, wearing a shirt and tie or you can make it casual by wearing like a t-shirt a, under, a, t-shirt or under yeah. a suit or a polo under a suit or yeah even jeans with your making as you know a sport coat jean combination i mean i i love menswear for that
0: yeah what got you into menswear so much that like makes you love it so
1: <laughs> i think you know i was thinking back on this i really think it was because when i started to um you know, design for movies and television, most of the cast were so male dominated. Mm -hmm. And when I, so I was working with men a lot, more so than, you know, casts are usually made up of more men than they are women. so I was working with a lot of, you know, male actors, Mm -hmm. um, more than female actors. And so, When I got hired to design Deadwood, which is 1870s, um, I think that's when I really, really got into menswear. Because that is, you know, basically it's a different period, kind of like the Victorian period. And being able to mix all those different combinations and textures for all those different characters. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know if you ever saw the show, but... Merrick, he was one of my favorite characters on the show and he wore a black and white window pane. That was kind of like his signature uh, sack coat suit. And um, I, gosh, I just, I loved window panes. And so I was, you know, designing a lot of suits for him that were, were window panes and plaids and mixing all of those different fabrics together. And okay. uh and so I mean I did that a lot on Deadwood and also because it was 1870s, there's not a lot of genuine pieces from that time period that are yeah, around still in existence, yeah. Exactly. And so I basically had to design and build everything for that show.
0: That's so cool.
1: Yeah. And I went to I had um, I had a swatcher who was in New York City. I was in Los Angeles. And I had her go around to all of the fabric stores in New York. You know, I told her, like, okay, this is what I'm thinking. It's Victorian. I'm feeling, you know, this color palette for this character and this color palette for the other character and so on and so on down the line for all the different characters. She went around and uh, did a lot of, like, the the swatching for a lot of the woolens. Yeah. And because, uh, you know, the woolens are – kind of, like, less accessible to us in Los Angeles because it's such a warm climate. Right, right. So I really had to get, like, so many of my fabrics from New York.
0: That's really cool. Yeah. Do you see a lot of people wearing suits around L.A.?
1: Um, You know what? The guys wear a lot of sport coats. Sport coats? Yes. A lot of sports coats. I see a lot of sports coats, uh, probably more than suits, Unless, unless you go to, you know... WME or CAA or an agency and then the agents they still you know wear their suits
0: yeah that's cool
1: (laughs) but I wish I wish that more I wish that more men wore suits here yeah because I feel like I feel like a man should wear a jacket everywhere
0: yeah (laughs) I feel that way too
1: (laughs) well it just looks so great
0: it looks amazing yeah and it makes you feel amazing
1: it does (laughs) and I don't think I don't think guys know how appealing it is
0: Ooh, yeah, yeah. That's true.
1: You know, if, if let's just say a girl, a girl like me sees a man in a jacket, uh-huh. I'm like, yes, I like that guy. <laughs>
0: that's great. <laughs> what, so this is more of a warmer climate though. So what kind of, I guess this might be too technical, I guess, oh. but yeah, like what, uh, what would you like to see around here? Like uh, boring.
1: Well, I think linen sport coats. I love or linen suits. I love. I love cotton suits as well. I love cotton suits. Right. I love cotton suits. I mean, I'm Southern and I grew up with men always wearing cotton suits. Like, if it was summertime, you had to get your cotton suit. Mm -hmm. Usually khaki. Yep. Still a classic. Yeah. Uh, And then you know what? Like some of the some of the silk and wool blends are great too. Mm-hmm. And plus and plus I feel like wool is is a year round fabric as well. Yeah. Right cuz I yeah. mean especially like the lighter weight wools I mean they're really non-seasonal I think especially mm-hmm. LA because uh, you know the temperature drops uh, 20 degrees at night. So Yeah, that's a good point. I feel like you know those those lightweight wools are great.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I guess kind of to tell the story of how we met. Yeah. So I would love to hear it from your perspective as well, because, um, yeah, I'm just so excited to be working with you. And it's, it, it's a dream come true for me as well. And it's, it's just been so fun today. Yeah.
1: It's been great today. Well, it's been great since the very beginning, right? Yes. Yeah. I know. It's such a weird, it's such an amazing thing how the universe works. Yeah. And uh, how really the stars are aligned sometimes, you know, like Mm -hmm. you totally have that feeling of like, Oh, this is such a natural organic process. Mm -hmm. And I felt like, I feel like that's how it really happened between us because my agent, she had been, you know, going through her emails as she does on a daily basis. And she was looking at different collections because PR send her different collections of different designers, fashion yeah. designers. And so she saw your menswear collection, and she knows that I'm obsessed with menswear. And so <laughs> she clicked on it. She's like, huh, I'm going to take a look at this menswear collection and see what they got. Yeah. So she looked, was looking at your website and kind of the, the PR email, yeah. and she noticed your name, yeah. Taylor Draper. <laughs> and she had written to me, and she said, oh, Janie, do you know this brand? Because uh, you could do a Don Draper suit. Or she said (laughs) something like, maybe they have a Don Draper suit and you could, you know, do, like, speak to the brand. Or, you know, we always come up with different ideas how to work with people. And so I wrote back to her and I said, or maybe I could design a collection with them. And we should have, you know, the Draper suit or, you know just going off of like that whole Mad Men thing and your last name is Draper. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so Linda said, well, I'm going to reach out. Linda, who's my agent, current Linda Kearns. So I'm going to reach out to the brand and see, you know, how have they're open to doing collaborations or kind of what's going on with the company. Yeah. And so that's how we all got connected. Yeah, and y'all, you know, said, "Oh, well, we'd love to." Yeah,
0: meet yeah. Janie,
1: talk with Janie, and then that's how we started talking.
0: Yeah, it's it happened so quickly. I remember, it. I I remember it pretty specifically because I was watching um, the original Ocean's Eleven with Frank Sinatra oh, with yeah. my wife at night.
1: Very inspirational.
0: So inspirational, and oh, yeah. I just get bombarded with text messages from the team. That's just like, "Hey, we just." Talk to Linda Kearns. Like, uh, would you be interested in working with Janie? And I was like, yes, absolutely. And so I was so excited. I remember texting uh, Stephen. I was just like, man, we well, might be working with Janie Bryant. Can you believe that? <laughs> and and Stephen Steven was great. Just like, no way. Like all caps, no way.
1: <laughs> no, I got a no way. Yeah.
0: Thank no you. way.
1: Oh my goodness. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, so I was so excited. That's what I said. Yeah, But y'all
1: said let's do something, I wrote to Linda. No way! This is so exciting. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> oh
0: man! And then yeah, we we got on the phone call, and um, I had no idea what to expect. I just, um, just I am very kind of lay, like laid back and just very mellow. <laughs> so no, like I don't get like outwardly very like overly excited. Um, but I was really excited to meet you. And, and when we started talking and I could tell just how nice and kind you were, it was. I just immediately was like, I'd, we have to figure out a way to work together because it just was great energy on that first phone call.
1: Yeah, it really was. And I, I remember our first phone call because I felt like, um, you know, another thing that we have in common is uh, great mental health. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, yeah. Maybe mine kind of comes from a different place, where I truly believe that um, enlightenment and joyfulness is to optimal to live a great life. Right. So, yeah. like, how do you kind of get to that place? You get to that place through great mental health, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and also, we have the whole manners and gentlemanliness. That we have in common. <laughs> Let's just say I love the practice of good manners yeah. and uh, men being gentlemen and women being ladies. So um, I know another like old-fashioned thing. I can't help it. It's in my blood. It just, it pours out of me, my yeah. my old-fashionedness. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. That. That's, that's great. But it's very modern too. Yes. Indeed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's so great. Um, So what, I guess, what made you want to really work with us after you kind of learned our brand story and everything? Like, what, what made you be like, I, I want to do more than just a collection?
1: Well, because I, well, first of all, I love the collection. I love what you're doing. And I felt like um, menswear really does need an update and did need an update there's there's like a great space for for that and i feel like the brand is super modern and it's a great kind of like new interpretation of the suit and how uh, younger generations can learn how to wear men's clothing that that fits them properly that looks great that's modern that's hip that is um but still in that traditional scent sense of um men's proper dressing
0: yeah thank you I, yeah. I really try to root all of our designs um into the proper way of doing it and, yes. and not like overly modernized things that we get nowadays that are a little weird
1: <laughs> I know well I mean that's another thing about menswear that I love is that it is classic mm-hmm. and it's not only like classic in design it's also classic and traditional in the way of making mm-hmm. menswear too yeah the so, history right The history, the tailoring. I mean, these are skills that people have had for a very long time. And Mm -hmm. I think that just the traditions of making menswear and suiting is, you know, it's so important to have, like, that great tailoring. And, I mean, I love the way that your suits fit. I love the way they're constructed. I love the details. I also think that, like, there are great design details to the suits as well that make it like even more modern. Right. So, so I feel like, you know, menswear definitely needs that.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's great.
1: So I, and I, and you know, just like as you and I have been talking about the collection, it is very classic and Mm -hmm. it's also very modern and has, I think like a unique, uh, not only story, but also inspiration to the collection.
0: Yeah, and uh, just to give some context, too, we designed an entire collection today. We did! And, yeah, it's going to be called <laughs> the Bryant Draper Capsule Collection, meaning that we, what we wanted to achieve with this collection is that if you have zero things in your closet, this would be an entire wardrobe if you got the whole collection. And you'd be able to mix and match pieces, and it's pretty much everything you need, I'd say.
1: I I agree with you.
0: Yeah, it's so it's really exciting. So we're really excited to announce that, and uh, that that should be coming out in November. And it's an amazing. Yeah, do you want to talk about it at all?
1: Well, you know, it, it's interesting because I feel like with the color palette, it, you know, as we were talking about earlier, I love that it is super manly. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of rooted in this um, earthiness with like these very rich browns, very rich greens mixed with kind of like the topes and the beautiful blues because I love men in blue, uh, and also pinstripes. Yes. So like there's uh, there's so many elements in the collection in the first collection that I'm so passionate about. Oh, and there's a window pane too. We got yep. we have like all the good stuff in here. Yeah. And also that rounded club collar on the shirting. Yeah. So there are a lot of kind of like vintage inspirations that I feel like we really have like such a cohesive collection with all of those like beautiful details. Yep. So, no, it's, it's so it's so so fun, yeah. and the and the formal wear is great too. And I and I feel like an, a modern interpretation for formal wear is to be able to wear your dinner jacket with a pair of jeans, or mm-hmm. wear it with your tuxedo pants, or just yeah. to be able to like you know you were saying mix and match.
0: Yeah, so I'm so excited about this collection because it has it all. It has formal wear. It has great shirts. It has basically every all season suits, that's multiple right. season suits. And, yeah. um, and again, the best thing that you can do is mix all of them together and they still look incredible.
1: Well, that was really, you know, I took your lead from, from that, because that's something that you had talked about in the beginning that you had wanted the, the collection to be about. And I just, I loved that idea.
0: Yeah. It's thank you. It's, I'm all about, um, just less is more. So the more quality pieces that we can have as a brand um, and just the less kind of options, but still have it be super versatile and so many outfits out of those options is like always a better way to go. Because I think it's it just brings more to our customers and clients and it also just um, shows how much we care with the quality of what we're doing.
1: Yes, and I can't wait till to see them built. <laughs> yeah, me, me either. <laughs> we're just at we're at the we're at the fabric swatch stage, so I can't yep. wait to see when when they're actually made into the suits and shirts and vests. Yeah, me too. And it's I'm, so exciting,
0: and I'm so excited to be able to talk about it now too, because we've had to kind of keep things under wraps for a while. Yeah. So uh, Stephen and I flew into San Diego to meet with our we have a few marketing uh, members here to meet with them, and then now we're currently in your home. Thank you for having us, by the way. I'm
1: so glad y'all are here. <laughs> and
0: then we drove to uh, LA from San Diego to really just design this collection. Like, we put aside a day. Um, we've obviously been on the phone multiple times, an email, uh, going through inspiration, kind of what we wanted to do, and we got that pretty much prepared coming into this meeting, and then... Yeah, and here we are. We designed an entire collection today.
1: I know, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Isn't it?
0: It's so fun.
1: I know, you know, we were talking earlier about just like that feeling of uh, satisfaction that you get after, you know, you design something and then it comes back in this Mm -hmm. three-dimensional piece. Yeah. And there's there's such a great feeling of that, especially when, you know, it's just everything you could have imagined. And it's so beautiful. I feel I feel like every single piece is going to be like that.
0: Yeah, me too. I can't, I can't wait, wait to wait. wear one. Yeah, me too. I can't <laughs> wait to wear it either. It's going to be great. Man. Well, thanks again. Um, do you want to kind of tell us how you got into costume design?
1: Yeah, you know, I studied fashion design. I got my degree in fashion design and I moved to Paris for a little bit. And, um, because I said to myself, I'm going to be a famous fashion designer and learn how to speak French in six months. Wow. And that my friend is what you believe when you're just right out of college, (laughs) (laughs) you know, some college students have the attitude of like, I'm never going to get a job. No, me, my attitude was, I'm going to be a famous fashion designer and learn how to speak French in six months. Well, that did not happen, either one of those <laughs> things, but that's okay. I still got to spend four months in France. Wow. And I went to the museums every day, and I was truly inspired. And, oh, I went out with this very dashing man that would always wear, like, double corduroy, corduroy Ooh. sport coat and corduroy pants.
0: Very cool. Not
1: matching. Different colors. Hmm. With, like, a gorgeous scarf. And he was so beautifully French, and anyway, <laughs> we had lots of romantic lunches, and we would go to the museum, and he was an art dealer, so oh, we're oh. always going to art shows, and I just, I I loved that time. It was so fun and inspirational, even though, you know, my father said to me, Janie, you need to come home and get a job because I'm not paying for you anymore. <laughs> Girl's worst words to hear (laughs) anyway so i came i came you'll see your daughter will grow up and you'll have to say this to her (laughs) um so anyway i went to new york and i got a job with a fashion designer and i worked i worked on seventh avenue for about nine months and during this time i had met a lot of people who were in the film business and i was at um i was at a christmas party where a lot of film people were, were they were invited to because I, I just kind of like was starting to hang out with a lot of the film crowd in New York. And so I met this costume designer at a Christmas party and we just talked for so long. And I knew that I had to be a costume designer because as a child, my mom always took me to see old movies. Mm. We always saw old movies. And I just, I loved old movies and I loved seeing the costumes dance across the screen. And I really didn't understand there was a costume designer doing all that work, right? Mm -hmm. But after I talked to this costume designer at this party, I just knew that that's what my path was going to be. So I started calling every single person that I knew in the film business the next day. And finally I got a phone call back and somebody wanted to bring me on uh, to a film as an assistant. Costume designer. And so cool. I did that, and I really never looked back. I just kept on doing it.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Yes. Um, I mean, I guess yeah.
1: naivete was my friend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know if it's naivete. It's confidence, and I love it.
1: I don't know if I was so confident. I just did it. I had no experience. I just thought, well, I, this is what I want to do. I'm going to do it.
0: Yeah, but you're confident in what you wanted and your abilities, I assume.
1: I probably had no abilities except <laughs> for the fact that I could draw, I could sew. Yeah. I could design. But I'm just saying like I ha- I didn't have abilities in even knowing what to be what it was like to be on a film set or kind of like the nuances of being in the film business, I I had I knew nothing, so I mean I think it was just like that leap of faith that I wanted to do that and yeah I yes I, I knew I could and nobody was going to tell me no.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. That's really cool.
1: I mean, you, you you have that same experience with opening the business too. Like I think yeah. that you really felt that you felt that passion, you felt that dream when it was time for you to, like, make a career change, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that, I think that, you know, dreams are so important. I mean, without your dreams, you, it's like death, right? Yeah. No, so,
0: yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, very, very well said. Yeah, it was, it was really interesting for me because, um, I always, I really loved menswear. And when I realized that it helped me through a really dark time in my life is when I kind of started realizing this is what I needed to do um, with my life is have this business. And it kind of felt like everything up to this point has really led me here because I had lots of experience in business before this, which is really helping me now (laughs) And, uh, just knowing how it can really help your mental health as men. And, and one, just knowing that there's no education, there's no people like really talking a lot about it, unless you're already into the menswear scene, then of course you'll find some, but just in general, nobody's talking about how to style yourself and like how well that makes you feel and then how you can overcome things with those feelings and, when I saw that kind of happen in my own life, it just, all the dots kind of connected for everything else. And, it's, and for me since then, it's just been the best time. It's been stressful, but it's been so fun um, starting this brand and getting to meet you and yeah. working with you now. And it's just been really a wild ride.
1: I know it's, it's really exciting. I think that that is one of the things why I I felt like, yes, Taylor and I could work together because I feel that the energy and the joy of like, and the love that's put into the brand and how I feel like when you do things that you love, everything does kind of like fall into place, right? Mm -hmm. You just like bring more of that along with you. It's yeah. like the cart you got, got, in the back of the car. It just keeps on like piling up, piling up of like good stuff. If you're bringing all that good stuff to, to the table, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Well, um, one of the questions we had that I didn't ask you yet, uh, was what's the most valuable piece of advice someone has given you in your career?
1: Um, oh my gosh, that's a hard one. You know, it's so funny because I really didn't have any mentors, um, mm. because Me I neither.
0: by the way, so that's funny.
1: <laughs> I know. Really? Yeah. I know. It's such a, it's kind of like a weird thing, right? I mean, mm. I had people that I looked up to in, in terms of de- design work that they had done films they had designed, yeah. but like, didn't know these costume designers, you know, Um, or even like fashion designers. I mean, I always look to Christian Lacroix. He was my favorite fashion designer. And um, probably, the. but I remember on this uh, music video that I was uh, doing Mm -hmm. in New York, I can't remember the name of the band, but I remember this director said to me, he was like, just believe in your choices, believe in yourself. And like at the time that he said that to me, I didn't even know that I was kind of like doubting myself, Mm -hmm. but for whatever reason he saw talent and he also saw me doubting myself. And, you know, I had just started my career in costume design. So, um, I'm sure I had, you know, lots of moments of doubting myself <laughs> just because of like lack of experience, you know, yeah. and it's a lot of pressure and a lot of egos and a lot of kind of like puzzle pieces all the time that you're juggling. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I was I was actually thinking about that, that director uh, like a couple of months ago because I was thinking, oh, that was such an important thing for him to say to me. Um, And kind of like, you don't even know what that means. Like, I didn't really understand what he was saying at the time. And like when I reflected back on that years later, I, I understand that more Yeah. because I think like, once you have experience and you do gain the confidence and self-awareness, like that message is so important to, to understand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, I feel like, being yourself and having confidence and faith in yourself is like the most magical thing that you can do
0: yeah that's great great story definitely follow along with us (laughs) on social media (laughs) and website to uh, see the collection we're working on and everything else
1: oh my goodness I can't wait to get that first green double-breasted suit in I think the guys are really gonna love that it's not bright green don't don't let me scare anybody it's very it's it's more emerald yeah it's very deep dark Yeah. deep rich manly (laughs) (laughs) all of my favorite things yeah
0: it's so great
1: (laughs) yeah I'm just excited for for the pieces to come back and we get to present them to the world I think uh, you know for me truly again a dream come true and it's uh, it's so exciting It's all happening, right?
0: Yeah, I'm so excited too. I'm so excited to have you on the board or uh, on the brand. And uh, (laughs) thanks for being here. Thanks for saying yes and working with me and taking a chance on us.
1: My pleasure.
0: And that does it for us here on this episode of Dressing for Wellness. You can check out our social media pages at Inherent Clothier. And also visit us on our website at www.inherentclothier.com. Thank you all so much for joining us. I'm Stephen De La Roche. I'm Taylor Draper.
1: We'll see you next time.